The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to episode zero of Force Center Presents Databank Dive on the Companion. We wanted to take a moment to introduce ourselves, the show, and why we're going on this big galactic adventure with the Companion. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm Ken Napsok. I love being at episode zero. It's like a prequel to our own story. (laughs) Just to sneak in some other fandom, episode zero really sounds like an episode of Doctor Who, which I'm also a fan of. So I'm just so thrilled to be doing an episode zero because it sounds so weird and fun. Absolutely. Love. So we want to start by letting you know a little bit about who we are, as we just said. Those are our names. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, Ken Napsok is here as well. We are partners on the Force Center podcast feed. Uh, we're both uh, writers, comedians, producers, broadcasters, and longtime Star Wars fans. Ken, is that all it all it is, is, or are we something else? Did I leave anything out? No, that's about it. A catch-all of Star Wars fandom, uh, <laughs> been, uh, both uh, in the entertainment industry in uh, various forms, like Joseph said, since uh, the mid-90s on, since basically probably even during high school. We won't address the age <laughs> and the generation, but, you know, as you hear us talk to Star Wars, talk Star Wars, you can kind of figure that out. And from there, we have uh, pursued so many wonderful things. And then around about 2014, the idea of talking about Star Wars online became more and more common. And that is around the time that I met Joseph Scrimshaw at a L.A. Comic-Con convention a lobby bar. And we <laughs> formed a great friendship and worked together on the show Jedi Alliance, which I had hosted for a while. Then I left, and then Joseph took over that show along with uh, others uh, like Mark Donica. And then we launched Force Center in the fall of 2015. Why? Well, we wanted to continue to talk Star Wars and do it on our own terms. But also, eh, you know, that thing called Episode 7 was about to hit our lives. That's right. Not episode zero, episode seven. Yeah, so it's been a six-year journey now of doing Force Center together, and the real idea behind the podcast feed, because we do a lot of different shows, is just this big idea of celebration. We love celebrating Star Wars, and that celebration can take a lot of different forms. Uh, We love doing really deep dives, discussing uh, the big themes, the stakes, the emotional canon, all of what really makes Star Wars kind of matter on a deep level. But we also really love Star Wars for just being a big, weird, thrilling adventure serial, you know? Uh, We love that Star Wars can range from, like, the horribly dark tragedy of Anakin Skywalker's fall to, you know, a planet full of fish fish people called Mon Calamari. So we want to celebrate Star Wars in all of its forms, uh, which brings us to this particular new show that we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. We're very excited to do this new show for The Companion where we celebrate the weird and the wild of Star Wars. This show is called Databank Dive. We used to do a show, and we'll again do a show called Databank Brawl. Uh, We are taking that concept and zeroing in on little specific things in Star Wars. In each episode, we'll pick a random entry from StarWars.com's databank or the Star Wars Dictionary, the Visual Encyclopedias, Wikipedia, all those sources, and we'll discuss something from the weirder side. Obscure pod racers from The Phantom Menace. Shout out to you, Rats Tyrell. Space monkeys that rebuilt Kylo Ren's helmet in the Rise of Skywalker. We know that character. Lobot's prototype Apple Watch for The Empire Strikes Back. Who knows where the will of the weird will take us. It's going to be a fun, funny, and as always, heartfelt celebration of the greatest saga ever told. Exactly. And we're very excited to tease that we have a special place for Lobot. Lobot has a special place in our hearts, and he's going to have a special place 
on this podcast. But that's enough Lobot teasing for now. Let's talk a little bit about why we're doing this uh, with The Companion. So uh, The Companion uh, reached out to us. And we think their approach to talking pop culture is really fun and different. So we were really excited to dive in here with uh, Databank Dive. Here is a little information about The Companion, if you're not uh, familiar. The Companion is a premium site for coverage of sci-fi TV shows and movies. They work really closely with showrunners, stars, experts, and, you know, just uh, professional genre talkers like myself and Ken. And they use all of these uh, great uh, people, all of these great insights to get really inside the story and do it all with absolutely no ads. And in the past year, they've started off with Stargate. They've brought in the co-creator and showrunner Brad Wright to write essays, and he hosts a podcast uh, called Brad Wright's Conversations in Sci-Fi, where he interviews people from Stargate like Amanda Tapping, Michael Shanks, Robert Picardo, and many others. This is great. I would like to interview Robert Picardo sometime. Uh, they also cover uh, Stargate, of course, Star Trek, Marvel, Dune, and much more. But going into 2022, uh, the coverage is going to keep growing, and uh, we are going to be a part of that growth as we are bringing Star Wars talking to the companion. Uh, Ken, do you want to address a little bit of the uh, the paywall discussion? Yeah, it's a fair question to ask, hey, well, why does the companion have a paywall? That word can sometimes have a weird connotation, and they're very honest with it, and we want to be honest with it as well. By becoming a member of the companion, you're supporting original writing and podcasting for sci-fi fans, by sci-fi fans, and totally free of advertising. And because the community is already there, it's present and it's robust, and they're excited to talk sci-fi there, there isn't a need to try to hook people with shocking or clickbaity headlines. And we all know what that means, and we all know that's out there, uh, but The Companion uh, is offering an alternative to that. On The Companion, you'll find 2,000 to 3,000-word essays about the Batman Forever soundtrack or a Total <laughs> Recall review written by Philip K. Dick's widow, Tessa B. Dick. Thoughtful and fun stuff that goes deeper than your average listicle. One of my favorite ones recently was by uh, Izzy Flower. She wrote an article called Boba Fett, How Animated Ambiguity Made the Mandalorian. Great piece. <laughs> and that's why we're here. And uh, how much does it cost? Another fair question. You ask fair questions, we're going to give you fair answers. Subscription to The Companion costs $6.99 a month or $69.99 a year. But right now, if you're listening and you're a Four Center patron or you would like to support us on Four Center's Patreon page, any tier any tier can sign up for six months for just $6. Patrons look for a special code. If you're already a patron, we'll be posting that soon to get that deal. Uh, Joseph, where can they find the companion? Yeah, this is also a fair question with a straightforward, factual answer. Uh, you can find The Companion online at www.thecompanion.app on the iPhone App Store and Google Play Store by searching for The Companion for Sci-Fi and on Twitter at The Companion App. So that's our big picture. That's uh, who we are. That's the show we're doing, Databank Dive. That's a little bit about Companion. This is the galactic adventure we're going on and why we would like you to come with us. Ken, we're going to wrap up episode zero by just a little taste of how much we're going to celebrate the weird and wild of Star Wars. So what is one of your favorite weird and wild things about Star Wars? I have to go back to 1983, Joseph, and Return of the Jedi and a character that I grew up with that was so wild and 
weird and wacky. It was uh, the character was a pet. It was also a sidekick. It was a gesture, and it was also a formidable enemy of droids. And that's Salacious B. Crumb, Sally B. Crumb. <laughs> now I grew up being obsessed with lightsabers and Y wings and the battle of the rebellion versus the empire. And I love the the deep philosophical stuff. And that uh, that appreciation grew as I got older, for sure. But I never left the fact that in the first film I really saw in theaters and remembered seeing in theaters was this what I now know is a Kowakian space monkey, but then I just saw... Monkey lizard, yes. Monkey lizard. Uh, I just saw this cackling, crazy, <laughs> almost chihuahua-looking, and I have chihuahuas, uh, character that, uh, that was just such part of the landscape, and it was so wild and weird, and that has always been a part of Star Wars for me. So all the cool big fights, the pew-pew-pews, and the zoom-zoom-zooms, I also love Sally B sitting at the side of Jabba the Hutt. Salacious B Crumb is a treasure. I remember thinking as a child, I think he's a villain. I think he's mean and evil. I think he would laugh at me on the playground. And yet I also want him to be my best friend. That is a special kind of magic, I think. Yes, right? <laughs> right, which is why Salacious B Crumb merch is very welcome in my house. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm going to go to a character, but also a very specific moment from a character. Uh, Yoda, you know, he's a pretty well-known uh, Star Wars character. Adult Grogu, as some people may call him these days, instead of baby Yoda, he's adult Grogu. Uh, Yoda, in the original trilogy, hugely uh, meaningful to me. I, I thought it was so funny the way he was fighting with R2 and then the absolute uh, needle scratch moment of actually I'm the wise Jedi Master. All great stuff related to him because he was funny and weird and, and people didn't think he was as smart as he actually was, which was really relatable to me as a kid. For years and years, I grew up with Yoda as uh, funny, weird but this deep, serious uh, mentor and master and for years uh, debate with fans. Like, do you think Yoda ever had a lightsaber? And then you go to the year 2002 and I'm in a movie theater uh, past midnight uh, with, a, with a good friend as the moment's coming and it's really seeming like, oh yeah, no, he's, he's going to pull out the lightsaber. And my friend gets so excited, he makes a fist and starts punching his own thigh so hard that it has to be hurting and screaming, yes, yes, yes. And all of this brings me to one of my favorite weird moments about Star Wars, to realize that I'm this excited about seeing a, a, a Muppet that is now made by a computer <laughs> fight one of the greatest actors of generations uh, with laser swords and all of the depth of that all of the fun of that all of the weirdness of that gets captured for me in that scream that yoda makes when he starts fighting it's just out of the blue the wise jedi masters <laughs> i love it yoda's scream one of the weirder and wilder things in star wars that i love with all my heart as you should that was one of the moments that i remember uh, every time i saw it in the theater in 2002 uh, standing ovations all around. Some people <laughs> might deny it years later, but I was there with all of you. You stood and you cheered when Yoda screamed. Yeah, so that's a little sample of how much Ken and I love Star Wars, how much we're going to get lost in what makes things uh, beautiful and fun, but weird in Star Wars. So uh, for now, for myself, for Ken, uh, for the companion, we are looking forward to doing much more episodes than Episode Zero, but for now, this has been Episode Zero of Data Bank Dive.